What's up? You're listening to These Notes, the podcast about music, lyrics, and life. I'm Iman. And I'm Kevin. And this week we're discussing Chris Brown's Indigo album. A 32-song album. I feel like the beats were great, but I feel like he fell short. Um... Overall, I think most of the beats are cool. Towards the end, it starts to sound a little bit redundant. It definitely tapers off, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, this sounds like another song that I just listened to. I mean, 32 songs is a lot for <clears throat> anybody. Yeah. Um, Who I was, the fuck else is doing that? Frank Ocean. Oh, Mixtapes. Oh, excuse the fuck But, no, right? Chris Brown has done, he did this before on his last project, which, which was like 47 songs. 45. 45. Well, that's not even that deluxe, though. I would say most of the, I, I liked most of those songs. Yeah. So I, can I was get expecting kind of the same deal, like 47 songs of fire, and this was not that. And like the thing about like Heartbreak on a Full Moon, which was his last album, it was in 2017, and here we are in 2019. It took you two years to come up with these 32 songs, and you couldn't like fully hit the head, or like hit the nail on the head. So it's like, what the fuck have you been doing for the past two years? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't even say that because I don't know how his songs are lined up. It sounds like he was writing songs over these two years, obviously, going through like different phases in his life. Of and course. you can kind of hear that in all the songs he's talking about. It's like one song he's talking about, forgive me. The next song he's talking about, fucking bitches. Next song he's talking about, Forgive me again. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Have I love some... you. No, yeah, yeah. It is really like a somewhat of an emotional roller coaster where he's expressing all these emotions through song, and I don't even know if like, I guess he would be an emotional person. I know. I, I would think so. He's a Taurus. I know. Him I'm and, a Taurus. Him and Drake. Speaking of him <laughs> and Drake, like they have a whole song together that is. Killing it it's like one, no guidance. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard. I fucking know <laughs> it. I fucking know it. And I'm just like, I'm so glad they squashed their beef because you get to make a beautiful fucking music. My first thought was like, what if these dudes did an album together? Like, it would, it would be so nasty. bang. It would yep. bang. It was cool because I, I like that song obviously by itself, but then I started thinking about their whole situation how they were beefing and like you said ended up squashing that and and making great music and it kind of led me to think about any situations i've been in where like i've hated somebody like just the the thought of them the sight of them and then i actually squashed it with them and i'm like yo you're actually (laughs) really cool and we're actually alike i wonder how how often that happens in in life Nah, fuck that nah, shit. Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> like, in all honesty, there's this one chick that used to hate me in high school and, like, legit requested me on Facebook, and the bitch got a full-on decline the day of. Like, mm. there is no turning back. We're not about to be Facebook friends. We're not about to be Instagram friends. We're not about to be high and pie friends when I fucking see you in the mall. Bitch, keep that same energy for the rest of your fucking life. No, so, ain't no squashing. Sorry. So, so sorry. you on your Drake shit. Okay. Petty. <laughs> Hashtag petty bitch. I will be that person. I'm not doing it. I nope. can say it's happened. Nope. I've been in that situation <laughs> twice where I genuinely hated someone. 
I'm I'm 50%. So one actually ended up being my best friend. The other one, like, I still haven't crossed that bridge, and I refuse to, so. I mean, I haven't had that too often, and that's the only one person I could think that I really wouldn't, like, oh, yeah. Oh, baby girl, no. <laughs> well, we're not going to do it. I don't give a fuck if it is 2019. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> but to each his own. Indeed. If you're going to squash it. I, I mean, obviously for our sake and for music's sake, it's it's an amazing thing to it see. It works so out. It definitely works out. I'm actually hopeful out. for I'm like anticipating new music from them which yeah and the meek squash i've never said about a drake album or a drake song in general so yeah. we'll see what happens i hope it would be nice if they did a nice little mixtape album i'd look forward to it you have any artists that you would love to see like a collaboration from no i have one in particular share do tell kendrick lamar and j cole <laughs> oh that shit would be fire yeah, it that was supposed would be fire. to happen like eight years ago. I'm still waiting on that. That would be fire. Yeah, I would. I would download because rap isn't like necessarily my thing. Yeah, but I would download. One of my favorite songs on the album was obviously the one. Well, not that, but Emerald and Burgundy. Emerald slash Burgundy. Yeah, I think this was a very colorful, colorful album Definitely. to say the least. It was. <laughs> this one actually kind of brought me back to childhood. Um, Juvenile and Juicy J, Three Six Mafia. Yeah, it had that that you know two thousands nineteen ninety nine vibe. Twerk, so twerk it, twerk it. When yeah, twerking, twerking so, was <laughs> And then it has three different beats. It changes three different times. Yeah. Um and each of them are are fucking amazing. So, and I feel like it just like it gives you like sl- pop like techno slash trap like rap it's just like hella dope it's just like when you eat some really good food and you have like all these flavors in your fucking mouth that's what that song is no 100 perfect (laughs) analogy right there i like the fact that i guess this album that song was supposed to symbolize um like stop and starts in relationships or you know red light you know red light green light with the emerald and burgundy um, ah. And kind of covered like how you might go through ups and downs and issues in your relationships, and I thought that was actually pretty pretty cool. That's a different perspective. I didn't like. I don't know. You just I just saw emerald and burgundy, and I just didn't think too much into it. Yeah. But you just definitely put like a whole perspective on it that I didn't see with the whole emerald. I'm like emerald May <laughs> birthstone. <laughs> well, that was another thing on this album was like there was a lot of like. You know what? The birthstone might be another birthstone for a chick that he it could be is with or in love. I can see that as well. You know? He actually um, incorporated a lot of like spiritual third eye intuition, yeah. yes, chakra on indigo. Yeah, yeah. and, and you, can, like, you can feel that through a lot of songs. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, Chris, you uh, subscribe to all that. Do aligning I... with the planets and the moons in retrograde. I am spiritual on so many different levels. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How'd you get into that? I just wanted like a different like perspective on life and 
finding, trying to channel like a different energy because I know I'm this super creative person and I like to be like really upbeat. And I found myself in like not a down space, but like a space where I was not the most creative. And so I just started channeling something different. So I was charging the stones and. So does this <clears throat> essentially like take the place of not necessarily a religion, but like. No, that's why I said I am spiritual on so many different levels because I still believe in the Lord. Uh, I still go to church. Mm -hmm. I still tithe. Um, but I've incorporated. <laughs> I was going to say I'm a heathen. I do none of those. <laughs> but it's spiritual on so many levels because I still am a heathen because I will be that person that goes out on Saturday and turn around and go to church on Sunday and Monday I'm... Like trying to find that other energy to like yeah. within the earth to like find my fucking balance because what is life without balance yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, hundred percent. It's been a whirlwind, but yeah. So a little, a little bit of everything. I got you. I only ask because I'm interested. <clears throat> um, I haven't really done too much research, but like it's something I could kind of. I would definitely recommend doing your research yeah. um, further. I do know that some people have just been like, yeah, I'm not into that shit anymore, and they won't do it. And, like, I do know that I was dating someone, and they were just like, oh, it's like praising a higher being that you're not fully connected with and doing the whole yoga. It's like praising Buddha. And I was just like, whoa, you lost me. I just want to exercise, get right with the earth, yeah, yeah. zen out, like... It wasn't, I didn't think too much into it. So that's what I mean. Like, I'm spiritually connected in that aspect. And I'm aware of what the third eye and the chakras and trying to align those things so that I can be a better me when I'm out here in the world. Like, I, gotcha. I ain't like a mean bitch, you know? So, <laughs> like, we need that. We need that positive energy any way we can get it. No, so, 100%. I, I, I definitely su subscribe to like the idea of energy. Um, yeah. Not even just like with human interaction, but just like people and like your body in general. Yeah. Like, um, which is another separate conversation. <laughs> but I mean, shit, we're here. Let's talk about it. Well, I mean, like bit. in terms of like, and I know you don't want to cover this topic again, but and <laughs> when we're talking about death, like, you know, where, what happens? There we go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't want to no. necessarily no, get no, into you're that. Fine. You're fine. You're fine. That's that's the only reason I'm asking questions, just in relations to human interaction, life, et cetera. So Yeah. That's probably why I don't I'm not okay with the idea of death because I'm so all over the place. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it it should all be the same, to be honest. But you know, what up, what up, what up? What are your songs off of here that were some of your favorites? Eh, I don't wanna go too much into my favorites. Mm -hmm. But let's discuss how the song with Trey Songs, it's called Sexy. And while I like the chorus and how melodic it is, I really feel like they dropped the whole fucking ball on this. I'm like, we're talking about Virginia's own. Virginia's finest. Yes, they're supposed <laughs> to be our, well, physically, physically, they are our <laughs> finest. <laughs> oh my God. But. <laughs> But the fact that I just felt like there was so much 
that was lacking in this song when we have two great artists that can sing their asses off and they are like super versatile in their music. I just really feel like they fell short in that song. And I was just like, what the fuck happened here? I agree with you. Um, I was very underwhelmed. Not with just that, but a bunch of other songs on here. Um, <laughs> he had a bunch of stars on here and I'm like, you should have knocked that out the fucking park. Yeah. Like, this was not it. Yeah, because he collabed with like about like 14, 15, 16 different other artists. Yep. Like, All big names too. Everything like, should, everybody should have killed it, killed it, killed it, killed it. I'm not saying that some of the features didn't kill the song, but like everything should have banged. I would honestly say out of all the features, maybe three were off the mark. And that's the one with like Justin Bieber. Anything with fucking your... Bieber is trash. No, 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 no. Have you heard, <laughs> Je- have you heard Justin Bieber on Trey Song's album? No. Fucking Wait. killed it. What is the song? Hold on. Um, Cake Remix. Is it Cake Remix? But that's like centuries ago. No, nah, that was like two albums ago. Centuries. So he can like he can kill it. The song with um Joyner Lucas and Lil Wayne, I was like, eh, it's okay. Tank was okay, and then of course, Trey songs. I'm Half the album, honestly, that. like once I got to like seventeen, it was pretty much downhill. Like, Do you just, think that it was worth thirty two songs of an album? No, nah, I'd much rather him just save and just give me you know half of that with one album. So should he have put those other songs on a mixtape? No, I mean I get I get why he did with the the music industry now. Like, obviously you have more songs, the more streams potentially you're gonna play. What the fuck? Thirty two songs though. It like he could have did twenty twenty two, and it would have been great. I agree. Do you, how do you feel about the promo for this album though? Because like I he, feel like we talked about it. Like not we as a you and I, but like the people talked about it yeah. but then it was just like okay he's coming out with an album then all of a sudden I felt like 10 days I see him on Instagram I mean, I it's know. like 10 days I'd 9 been, days I'm like where the fuck you come from I honestly I'd been following for a while so I knew about it like months in advance I mean yeah so I, I thought his marketing was great I mean I follow him on social media too so that's probably why interesting um, but yeah his I thought his marketing he's always on top of on top of that I didn't, I mean, even as like a fan, I just felt like the marketing fell short because while I knew about the album, I was not anticipating the drop of the album, you know, like I didn't know the date it was about to drop and I'm just like, okay. And now we're talking about a concert and I'm just like, okay. You going? I'm I'm trying, I think. on a Sunday. I might fucking go to... Well, I'm actually off on Sunday. Take off Monday. Alejandro, you down? (laughs) Field trip. (laughs) Field trip to the Chris Rock concert. Uh, It's called the Indigo Tour. So I feel like he did this purposely because who the fuck can do more than... Like, a lot of people don't do more than 20 songs on the album. So I feel like you have to be like... He's a goat in his own right, which is very fitting for the name I feel like of the he's tour. The king of R and B. I mean, the other king is at dead. Least, at least for this so. gener- at least for this generation. What other oh, king? No, what other king? Well, MJ was what do you, king, king of, of pop. pop. Yeah, dead ass. Uh, you're right. So yeah, Bobby Brown. 
<laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Why do people shit on? I love Bobby Brown. <laughs> it's my prerogative. All right, cool. Let's go with that one. <laughs> no, I just mean, I just mean like in the form of like just a pure artist and his talent and no, his abilities to make songs. True, true, true entertainer to yes, me. Yes, So like when you go to his concerts, you get the lights, you get the fucking smoke, you get the fire, yep. you get his ass back flipping and dancing. Yep. And then he's singing his ass off. So that's why I'm like, what more could you possibly ask for? I agree. Cheaper tickets? I want some cheap. You get what you pay for, though. Like, I would. No. I'd pay for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I went to Heartbreak on a Full Moon tour, and I was like, this shit is great. How do you, do you, you feel like his legacy is kind of ruined or overshadowed, overshadowed by the whole Rihanna situation? I definitely would not have went there on this topic. I figured we got to cover it. Um, Our listeners want to know. I definitely <laughs> do think that his art and the work that he has potential to put out, what he does is definitely overshadowed. Uh, you hear or see so many like headlines where like, oh, Chris Brown, the abuser from... 2007, whatever year it was, like, that's the the headline when describing Chris Brown or if he does anything good or he's about to drop an album or yeah. whatever, like, that's the headline. And it sucks on his part, but for me, I just, I'm not necessarily able to separate the two, but I'm able to separate the two because I've been in love with him from pretty much day one. And... I know he's a true fucking entertainer. Like, mm-hmm. when you see MJ, you see, like, Beyonce, they entertain. And he is one of those. Yeah. And that's what you got to love him for. Like, despite all that he's been through, the trials and tribulations, like, he's able to overcome all of that shit. And, like, note to self, like, hey, listeners, hey, overcome that shit. Because look at Chris Brown. Not the best example. I know it's not the best example, (laughs) but I'm just saying, like anything is fucking possible for you. Like I I find it weird that bounce back. I always say I can't separate the two, and I think it's true with certain situations. For instance, like politics or Donald Trump. Like I'm like I can't separate the the voters from the you know actual Trump. Like if you voted for Trump, I can't separate it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Like Kanye West. I can't separate it because he makes great music, but he's a, he supports Trump. I can't yeah. fuck with it. Right. But yeah, this yeah. situation, I'm like, uh, I mean, <laughs> you it, find I think excuses it's, it's for fuck, it. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up that I'm able to make excuses yeah. for. And I, and I think, I mean, it happens more than we know. And I mean, it, domestic violence in football. Yeah. Is and you still insane. support the team. You still uh, support the. The organization player, and the yeah. player, yeah. I think it's weird, though, but, like, athletes seem to get more of a pass in terms of if they perform well, they win a championship, everyone kind of forgets about that shit. But I feel like Chris Brown, his shit is just lingering. Forever. Forever, yeah. Like, Rihanna has even spoken to him after the fact. Like, motherfuckers have literally moved on. I don't understand anymore. Like, I don't... I. Like, I can't say that it's okay, but it's okay for the world to move on. Like, the bitch that got hit, excuse me, sorry. Delete Damn, that. Delete yo. that. Like, you know, I said, I was saying, like, casually, like, bitch, like, bitch. 
<laughs> Damn, toxic. Toxic masculinity. Delete, this. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Keep that in. <laughs> but like, Rihanna got hit and she was able to move on. So how can we as a society continue to dwell on a moment that she has moved on from? That can backfire. Like, she's moved on from it. So it's like, if she is okay, why the fuck can't we be okay? That's it. Period. I think it's because people kind of identify with, obviously, their favorite artist and... The music also helps with that connection as well. So it feels like you're doing it to them. Like when... Um, so when what Ray Lewis was out there tackling someone, you didn't feel like... Yeah, I felt like I was on been the that team. woman that he hit, like... Ray Rice. That guy. Yeah. You know, same difference. My thing. So here's my, here's my, here's my situation. How do, you, how do you feel about women putting their hands on men? And I'm only asking this because I watched um, an interview with Rihanna, and she ba- like she didn't say that. She basically said both sides kind of escalated the situation. My so thought. if you hit somebody and they hit you back, like, where do you I, fall on the lines of that? I'm not the best person, and I feel like me making my statement is going to make a lot of people judge my statement. Oh, shit. And I'm okay with that <laughs> because I'm living in my truth. <laughs> I feel you. But I honestly do feel like he was provoked in that moment. And not to say that it was okay for him to fucking hit her. You shouldn't hit any woman. But That's sexist as fuck. You shouldn't hit a woman. Because nine times out of ten, we have a smaller frame than you. And you're way more muscular. So, like, the shit is going to hurt. Whether if I smack the shit out of you or what, like, I said nine times out of ten, this is the circumstances. I'm 5'2", and I only date men that are at least 5'7", 5'8". That's short. Or taller. Okay. Or taller. I got you. And most of the men I've been with have been 6'2", 6'4". So, if that nigga hit me, I'm going the fuck down. So, (laughs) So, I'm just saying, like, in that moment... What? I would not provoke any situation like that. And it's not okay. I wouldn't provoke it. But I feel like he was provoked. And if you are provoked, you may have the right to hit someone. <laughs> not provoked. But if someone puts their hands on you. Provoked. And I'm not even condoning it. I'm just asking. That's provoked. From the, I'm just asking from the standpoint of, let's talk women equality. If just the basic respect for someone and their body physically, like. Why would you feel the right that you can put your hands on somebody, but because they're a man, they shouldn't do shit? Like, they should just take it. No, is, that's is, what I'm saying. Like, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, being devil's advocate. You're not being devil devil's advocate because I agree with you. Not with you. I'm just saying for the person who is like, by no means do you ever put your hands on a woman. Well, that's why she shut the fuck up and she didn't press charges. Like, if you know that you are the culprit in this situation, like... Can you really fault the other person? I'm just saying. Like, I can't be like, yo, I smacked the shit out of this guy and he hit me back. Like, I really feel like I can't say nothing. I really can't. 
Like, as bad as I might feel, like, you might have knocked my shit out. Like, <laughs> I really feel like I don't have a place. Like, I feel you. My nigga pay me my money so I could go get my teeth fixed at least. But, like, I hit you. Alejandro is like, I can't use any of this. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, I hit you. Like, I hit you. And I you feel, I feel don't you. have the right, but you have the right to hit me back. And that's damn sure what mama taught that's, you that's, back in the day. That's all I'm asking. Because, like, I've seen it, I've seen it where... I've seen it the opposite where a guy was getting jumped by like eight women and he hit, he finally hit somebody and everyone was like, you hit a woman. And I'm like, this dude is literally getting his ass beat by eight women. That's a bit, see, it's a, it's really like a catch 22. I can't even say that it was okay for him to get his ass whipped. Like, bro, what the fuck did you do? (laughs) She was provoked and she called all her bitches <laughs> and you got your ass beat. Like, sir, like, what the fuck did you do? Mm-hmm. It's about provocation. Don't provoke. Do not. Basic provoke. respect. Respect people. Yeah. Don't put your hands on nobody. At the end of the motherfucking day. You know? Indeed. <laughs> Speaking of controversy. Oh, shit. Speaking of controversy. So, Chris Brown made a stupid-ass mistake. I'm going to call it a mistake because I'm a fan. But in the song Need a Stack, he's like, only fuck with black bitches with the pretty hair. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I fucking cringed. I was like, why the fuck would you? Why would you? And I'm listening to the song. I'm like, yes, yes. You motherfucker. (laughs) Mitch, what the fuck he said? And I really felt some type of way. And then, like, he goes on, like, the internet and he's like, well, you should only feel some type of way if you, like, feel bad about yourself. Like, the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. It was was fucked up. Only because I know what, like, what that comment means to... Black women? Yes. Or just women who have... You know, curly hair, or kinky hair, like it, it's fucking disrespectful. Well, yeah, and I, I don't even. Well, I will side with you a little bit on as far as like the curly, kinky hair, but it's just like the stigma it of is. like the black woman trying to like conform to European Correct. European standards. Yep. And he's and pretty much just promoting all that. Yeah, like really. This is, this is but what, it, it kind of made sense though too because like if you look at his hair, his shit is like I don't know when that's happened or if his hair has always been like that. Bro, my nigga but now got it's a like super perm. like wait, yeah. He's got a perm. I don't I don't believe it for like five minutes. I mean it's that a was a whole, whole fad with like fucking Young Jock and uh, that shit is corny. Dudes in Atlanta. I'm like what the hell? Are y'all? Usher did it. Corny. Yeah, I'm about to do it. Don't. I can't. <laughs> We know you can't. You can't. <laughs> but, like, no, it's just, I don't know. It just really, like, made me feel some type of way. And then, like, I've had these arguments with, not full-on arguments, but I've had these arguments with people, and they're like, well, like, it's about perception, like, and it's about, like, his preference. And I'm just like, that's not a fucking preference. My preference is a tall dude. Like, we're talking about, like, 
hair. And then the the stigma that's behind it. Like, you can't just say shit like that. Especially if it's a lyric and you can correct that shit. You can take the pencil and delete it. Like, you don't have to put that shit on wax. There's so many. uh, He should should definitely know better. Um, It kind of brings me to the... um, Obviously, colorism in the music industry. I think recently Tory Lanez just spoke out against, um, I guess, one of his producers tried to switch out the women he picked. Yeah, I saw that. He had dark-skinned women, so he tried to switch them out with all light-skinned, and he was like, nah, we're not having any of that. Um, And this this kind of plays along the lines of that in terms of, like, not necessarily colorism, but it's a part of that as well, unfortunately. So. No, definitely. I agree. So that's exactly why the people have spoken and it's not because we feel some type of way about ourselves because I'm a very confident ass bitch with curly kinky hair and I will rock the Frederick Douglass got fro. You. Got you. <laughs> but bitch don't say no stuff like that <laughs> damn it <laughs> point blank period <laughs> temporary love on here was another song that brought me back to childhood because it had Little John on it. Okay, yeah. Um, so that early 2000s um, vibe was definitely on there. Um, and the beat was just an up- upbeat. Of course. I can ask what the thing about this whole album, and I really feel like he started off really strong. He did. And then it was just like something, something aware, something triggered, and something along the lines just like went downhill. Do you feel like the album was like super poppy, like more pop than usual? No, he's that. That's one of the things I hate. Well, I can't say hate, but obviously the pop songs aren't my thing. So from him, definitely. Yeah, so I didn't care for most of them. Um, my thing is like, if I, I get why you you go pop to get a broader audience, but being selfish, like that's not what I want to hear from one of my favorite artists. Like, stick to the shit you know. Yeah. Stick to that and give it to me. Like, yeah. once was, a year, just give me some new shit. And it was Don't great get to experimental. Know that he was, <laughs> it's great to know that he's also, like, a rapper. So, like, you get yeah. your best of both worlds, but then when you put that shit on a pop beat, I'm just like, uh-huh, you lost me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it, though. You got to cater to all your audiences, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to hit, like, you got to get some radio songs on there. <laughs> um, Heat with Gunna was a song that I was kind of surprised about. Like, I'm not a fan of Gunna at all. Really? Not even just like... I don't like I any like, of fucking... But Gunna, I just feel like Gunna is just like a featured artist. Like, I don't really like see him going far as Gunna. But he has to be featuring Gunna to like pop. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the song. It's cool. I mean, it, it had me thinking, like, obviously it's super braggadocious talking about the shit that they had, yeah. the drip. Had me, like, thinking, like, oh, did I ever, <laughs> you ever just bought some shit to impress somebody? <laughs> Fuck out of here. No. <laughs> N- never? Like, not even in your younger days? Like, uh-huh. I'm going to go to the mall, get these outfits for this event. Yeah, no. Throw it on. Nope. I feel like that's the thing about me personally. Like, I've never done anything for anybody else as far as, like, appearance. Like, if I'm going on a date with you, it's because I just threw this shit together. And it just so happened to look nice. And you give me a compliment, so I'm fly as fuck. But, (laughs) (laughs) like, thank you. But I just put this together. Maybe it's different for for women. (laughs) 
I don't know. Nah, it'd no. be some bum bitches. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no. I mean, apparently you have. Maybe it's a guy thing. It's I mean, it could thing. be. I mean, we got to do all the work anyway, so. We got to try to impress you. We got to, you know, flaunt our chest, get your attention. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm mad. And then if we come at you too polite. And you too fucking Fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I, oh, that was, never mind. Different conversation at a different time. It's a fucking song. <laughs> it's funny, Let's though. talk about it because I actually hate when bitches do that. Like, you can't talk about you don't want no thug-ass dude or, like, you don't want no soft-ass dude. So where the fuck, what, what do you, you want they someone in between? Like, street like, smarts and I mean, the I honestly smart. do want someone that's in between. Like, I'll be that person. Cliche. But I'm not going to sit here to turn down a soft-ass dude or, like, a thug ass nigga either. <laughs> well, my thing is like, does he treat you the way right. you want to be treated? Exactly. So I that think a lot of people get caught up in that whole like. It's superficial shit. That bad boy persona, which I got that shit all the time in high school. It's like, oh, you're too nice. Okay. And then fast forward. Hey, how's it going? Nope. Too nice. Like, remember? Oh, okay. Bye, Bye bitch. Heisman on that hoe. <laughs> Stiff arm. I wish you guys could see the video. <laughs> so, what, what songs didn't you like on here? Uh, I really hated Side Nigga. Like, I was thinking about the song of a heartbreak on a full moon where he had the song Other Niggas. And I just was like, yes, this is like a sequel to it or something. Like, I don't know. How often do you get the word, the N-word yeah. in your song? So I was just like, ah. Uh. So I don't know. It was just too much. And then, like I said earlier, anything with Bieber on it, I hate. So don't check on me and go. I didn't like it for the message. Trash. Like, that shit was like fucking being an attention whore. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you over here crying and like making a huge scene crying and shit leave me alone don't check on me I'm fine <laughs> like fuck out of here man you posting on social media like time out all good over here don't check on me like no but that, you need to that, be <laughs> that's what men do no no, no it's not some men yeah, both the men in the room have I think declined. I think a lot of people try to put up this facade like I'm good and but I'm that's doing that my thing bullshit. And, like I hate that like whole over masculine thing. Like no, show no, no. me that don't you say have it's, emotions. Don't say it's over masculine because girls do it too. Because in, ter- in terms of what, like you go, you guys break up, and then you book a women's trip to Miami, and then you want to flex on on the Instagram. Damn right. <laughs> nah, don't do that. <laughs> Own your shit. Go ahead and sulk like everybody else. No. What do you mean? Fuck you just you like- just you just killed guys for doing it. No, that is not what I was implying. What are you? What are you? What are you saying then? What? Maybe I misunderstood. Yeah, I'm just saying the over masculine thing where like men kind of like, I don't know. In the hey, I clean the whole fucking kitchen and no one fucking noticed. Hey, I'm hurt, but don't check on me. Like I feel like men men do that. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. You feel that way? I don't have an argument. I really don't. I mean, guys want appreciation, yes. Like, just like anybody else. But 
I don't think those exa- maybe it's just the examples you gave. Terrible examples. Cool. Let's go. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I no, feel no, like no. Every, I feel like everybody down. does like the whole like I'm fine, don't check on me deal. Not just man. Some men will just lay it all out there, like <laughs> fucking gonna, I'm gonna end it all, like I'm depressed. Like that's actually really prevalent right now in, in like hip hop music. Like dudes voicing their opinions and Talking about and then all suicide. No, that's a bit extreme. No, it's not like little no. Uzi Vert. He did say that, but I think the kids kind of not all there. It's he's not all there. I think he's a genius. I don't. I mean, like I can. I fuck with his music, but I just don't think he's all there. Like when you see him, he's not. Like, he I might need to go high. lay on somebody's fucking couch, like, instead of, like, posting videos, talking about I'm going to kill myself. Like, that's the part where I'm, like, the over-masculine thing. Like, go sit on somebody's fucking couch. Go talk to somebody. Like, my nigga, you got problems. I can give you that when it comes to talking to somebody about it. Um, and I understand why, to a certain extent. Why don't you guys talk? Enlighten me. Enlighten me. It's a number of different reasons. Like, guys are typically deemed like fixers and problem solvers, et cetera. So, like, I know for myself, I want to exhaust every opportunity and and see if I can fix it myself before we take it to that next level. So, a lot of times I'm like, oh, I got this. Like, you know, it's no big deal. Instead of like saying, like, okay, I need to, I don't have this at all. I don't know if, it, and I don't know, also, like, it comes off as weakness to some guys if they can't handle the situation or they need help from somebody else. It comes off as, like, you can't do this on your own. You're not a man. So I can I can say a lot of guys won't say anything at all because of that connotation. But see, that's the thing. Like, if you find the right woman that's for you, she will help you do that shit. You ain't got to do that shit alone. Tell me what the fuck is wrong. No, Tell me what's wrong and we could get through this shit together. But it, I feel like still, men are so prideful sometimes. Yeah, it's just of, like, dog, like, let's do this together. Like, if you rocking with me, I'm rocking with you. I don't know. That just might be me and how loyal I would be to a friend or a lover. But shit, let's together. I think it's also hard to face is it like things a, that are tough to you as well. It could be deemed as a failure. Hmm. Okay. Briefly, I just want to talk about how he sampled a whole lot. And I'm kind of like getting tired of it. So, like, I'm hearing a lot of different people's lyrics and, like, the 90s jams inside of his lyrics. And I'm just like, yeah, that's cool when you did it on that one song. But here we are on your third, fourth, and fifth song, and I'm over it. Um, And if you're going to sample some shit, kill it. Correct. Period. I didn't mind most of the samples, but I would like to see samples on more so, like, collaboration albums. So like yeah. let's say like a DJ Khaled hosting X amount of artists on like sampled songs. Yeah. Um, I will say with this though, he killed most of the samples that he did. The only one I didn't like was the clips one um, from Grinding. Yeah. I felt like that was one that was 
one that he missed. Like, he could have absolutely knocked it out the park. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, ah, uh, okay. Because he turned it into, like, a pop song. Correct. It was just like, Correct. It didn't, it didn't hey. feel that good. No, I was just like, yo, like, I just really... I, he could have destroyed that beat. That's the thing with, like, like Virginia's <laughs> own. Like, Virginia's own. Like, you, you do this, you got to represent. Yep. Like, you can't take the clips who are from Virginia... And you're from Virginia, and you don't kill that shit. Correct. Like, my man should have been like rapping on the beat and everything. He like, should have pushed a T on the beat. Like he, yeah, he dropped the been, ball so much. I just feel like that would have been a stretch because of it's the his whole track, industry. Though. It's the industry, though. Push jumps on everybody's fucking songs. He would have been there. I just feel there. like there's a secret beef or something. Like, I don't uh, know. I don't know. But mm. like, he definitely should have like. It's not Pusha T, but at least Pharrell. Like, somebody yeah. somebody should have been on the shit. Timberland, Missy. Anybody. Whole, whole Virginia album. My nigga could have put Trey Songs on the damn song instead of that damn sexy song. Yeah. It might have knocked it out of the park. But I don't know. It just it fell short. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Overall, like, <clears throat> I'd say... It was all about the Fifteen of the 32 uh, songs were good. <laughs> Big booty bitches. <laughs> I can't use this. You so can. You can use it. <laughs> Sorry. Greatness in the making. <laughs> um, I do like how he opened up trust issues. I just want to say that. Like his vocal range, everything was just great. That's it. Facts. That's it. Top five. Top five. Indigo. Yeah, yeah. All I want. Okay. Emerald Burgundy. All right. No guidance. And temporary love. Okay. Uh, I agree with your three. With three out of the five, I really like Indigo. I fuck with Heat. All I Want is a great song. Natural Disaster slash Aura. I don't even know how to describe it, but I really know, like, Aura. It's like, yeah, whatever. I ain't gonna sing. And then Emerald slash Burgundine. He did a lot of that. Slash, slash, slash. Yeah. I don't know what the meaning of that is, but let's go with it. Yeah. Hold on. What the fuck does BP mean? Chris Brown, if you ever hear this, what the fuck does BP mean? The end. Balls pussy. Balls and pussy? <laughs> All right. What's song your song week? of the week? What's yours? I don't know. Let's go with Ajuba Wale. Okay. Uh, on Chill featuring Jeremiah. It's a dope song. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with another DMV native, Brent Fias. Fuck the world. Amazing song. Fuck the world. I have heard that song. It's pretty lit. Nasty. So let's wrap the DMV. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good afternoon. Peace.